It's time to pick up the phone. Answer that call. This call is your calling and you can't hide from it or ignore it. That passion you have to help people and make a difference isn't going anywhere. You deserve to get paid and paid well doing work you love and changing lives. Everything in your life has led you here. And now we're here to help you figure out how to make your destiny your reality. Welcome to Six Figure Certified Coach, the podcast hosted by Inner Glow Circle. IGC is an internationally accredited life coaching school created to take your existing professional skills paired with your life experience and turn it into a six-figure coaching business. We've trained thousands of successful coaches and now it's your turn. Let's get focused, get real, and get you six-figure certified. Welcome back to another episode of Six Figure Certified Coach. I'm your host, Liv Chapman, and I am joined today by not only a six-figure certified coach and IGC grad, but someone who has become a very dear friend to me over the past however many years it's been, VP Wright. Welcome. Hi. (laughs) So V goes by VP or V, right? I'll probably use both. You may have Mm -hmm. met her on the internet before, but V is a graduate of IGC and she does our podcast. She's the founder of Creatives Corner. She scaled at a super fast rate and became one of our fastest ever six-figure coaches, which I know we're going to get into. But what else do our listeners need to know about you? Because we obviously want them to listen to this entire episode. Yeah. So hi. Uh, Finally glad to actually officially meet y'all because y'all have heard my voice for the last three weeks, (laughs) but you haven't actually met me. Uh, Hi, my name is VP Wright. I am, like Liv said, the podcast manager for this podcast, It's Figure Certified, coach the podcast, Um, and then I'm also the founder of The Creatives Corner. Um, I am a published author. I wrote my first book four years ago. We'll get into that story because it's the reason why I founded my business in the first place. Um, What else about me? I'm the DEI educator for IGC. That happened fairly quickly as well, Um, and I've been doing diversity, equity, inclusion my entire life. That's what I got my degree in. Um, I'm also a mother of two. I'm a single mom of two. Um, turn up. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, we started the divorce process two years ago, and it's been a journey for sure. Um, and I'm based out of Houston, Texas. So if you're down in Texas, come come look me up. Let's get together. Let's get a cup of coffee. All that jazz. Love it. I need to get to Texas. And also, I really love you guys are going to hear V's story because it's really inspirational and also educational. I know you're going to give us some great insight and information to move forward. And I also like I just love your story because you have been able to really incorporate like all of your interests and everything that excites you into the work that you do. And I feel like that's often the reason that people want to start a business or come to coaching because it's like a way that like all of these passions and ideas that they have can finally like have a lane to be in or have a a platform to, to come to life. So you listed off all of your, not only hats that you wear in IGC, uh-huh. <laughs> but accomplishments, but like, how did, how did we get here? Yeah. So the journey started four years ago. That's the wild part. We've known each other for four years. It's, it is crazy. What were the last two of those years though? Weird. <laughs> uh, a pandemic, but that was like yeah. when we got our closest. Cause we, I was able to see you um, That's in true. one of those years. So like blessings on that. <laughs> <laughs> true. 
So yeah, it started four years ago. I um I had just given birth to my daughter and I was feeling like really crappy about myself. I felt like I lost a lot of my identity because uh, I graduated from college and immediately became a wife. And then a mother, like within the span of seven months, I was like married, pregnant, uh, graduated from college, gave birth to son. Um, and right three weeks after I gave birth to him, uh, Harvey, Hurricane Harvey hit and we lost our house. So uh, we went from being in a house and living with my mom and like being in our home and everything. And then going from that to living with my ex-husband's family and then getting our apartment, uh, not being able to afford the apartment anymore because I'm working and freelancing and working like three or four jobs at a time. And my ex is also working as well. And um, in that process, I get pregnant again. (laughs) And I'm like, there's no way we can afford two kids while driving like 80 miles a day at that point to and from work because Houston is so massive. Right. And so um, I'm writing this book and we're at the brink of losing our home. And I'm like, I have to do something. I can never be in a position like this ever again. Like this is unacceptable. (laughs) This is unacceptable uh, for the life that I want to live and the life I want for my kids. And in the process of all that happening, I started listening to uh, a podcast by my first coach, Taylor Ray, and I was listening to her podcast and I was like going through a whole spiritual like growth process for myself, um, becoming a mother of two and trying to figure things out and looking a lot of things dead on the face at 24 yeah. at that point. And I was listening to her podcast and got really motivated just by all the things she was saying. I learned about manifestation. I learned about um, various different forms of spirituality. I was learning so much just through that podcast in its own and I hired her. I was like, I'm doing this writing. I just put out this book. I need some kind of guidance in one way or another, whether it was spiritual guidance or yeah. business coaching. And so I hired her as my business coach. And I was like, I'm going to figure this out. And so in the course of those three months that I hired her, we leave, we lose the apartment. We leave the apartment. We are homeless for three weeks. In those three weeks, I um, ask for a raise at work, hire her. <laughs> we get a new place that's closer to our job within a budget I can work with. And in those three months from June until August, I am working on launching my business. I'm building up on my content. She's coaching me through the whole process, holding me accountable through that process. Um, Have the book signing for that book in July. Sell all the books that we had on pre-order, which was amazing. Oh, Um, my gosh. And because people saw that, they were like, oh, my God, you really should go into coaching. I was like, well, funny enough, I'm actually... (laughs) I'm actually going to start a coaching business, launched that August. And hilariously, when I first launched, no one signed up. It was because I wasn't putting any call to actions in any of my posts. And so my coach was like, (laughs) my my business coach was like, honey, in her, in her like very thick Australian accent, honey, where, where are you telling people to sign up? I'm like, what do you mean? It's like, are you telling people to go to your website and sign up? And I'm like, oh, no, I'm not. (laughs) Yeah, the number one reason women don't sell is because they don't tell anyone anything's for sale. (laughs) Exactly. I'm just making these posts. Oops, I hit the mic. I'm making these posts and and like sharing about this program, but I'm telling no one where to sign up for it. And so the moment, the next post I do, I do the call to action. I'm like, go to the link in my bio, apply to work with me. Yeah. I had 10 applicants and seven of them said yes. 
Wow. And that was the start of like my entire life changing. And that was August of 2019. Wow. Things just can happen so fast, but I have to go back for a second because I feel like there's a lot of people that are probably listening to this being like, okay, you are essentially homeless mm-hmm. or, or in between homes or houseless or whatever you want to say for this period of time. But you also said that that period of time is when you decided to kind of go all in in business and hire this coach and all of that. Where did that strength come from? I had to really trust myself. Like, I think it, I knew in the process of writing and publishing that book, I didn't think I could ever do anything like that before because I didn't know what that process looked like. Yeah. But I learned that process and did it. And I saw my book selling and I was like, oh, oh my God, if I can do this, I think I could do anything else I want to do. And I, it's hilarious because prior to any of this happening, I had spent like, three years like my junior year of college until up until that point on Pinterest and on Google and on YouTube googling how to start a blog how to start an online business how to be an influencer all of these things and you can go back into my Instagram and like (laughs) and like see like where I was attempting to do things before I got into the groove of things and put my book out and I was a writer prior to that so I was just trying to figure out how do you do this And once I put that book out, I was like, okay, if I can do that and it's selling and people are buying it, I I can do anything else. I just need to figure out how to do it. I need to find someone who's done this before. Yeah. Um, And that was like a really big thing for me because if I could just have that and I had accountability, I knew I could do it. I knew I could do it. But I Well, it's like that proof of concept or like giving yourself a win or creating a win for yourself. That's often like the catalyst for being able to do something a little bit bigger next time and a little bit bigger, but you have like, it all goes back to trusting yourself and taking that courageous decision that, you know, a lot of people might hear this story and be like, well, I would just be trying to figure out how to get food on the table and you know, whatever it is where, however people may choose to spend their money. And you were like, no, this is going to pay off way more. Yeah. And I mean, like, and I want to also like be very transparent here too. It's like, it wasn't, it wasn't that my bills weren't getting paid because they were, we just couldn't save. Like because of the, the fact that we were driving 80 miles to and from work yeah. because we live so far away from our jobs, we were able to cut those expenses down Yeah, in that capacity, find a closer place to live. <laughs> Once we figured that out and we're able to go into that, like it was a lot easier to just like kind of bite-size that. And then additionally, my coach offered payment plans for my mm. program. So like I was able to say, okay, like, any money that I would have spent on myself, like for the next 12 months, like that's going to go to paying her off. And I'm going to ensure that I'm also making the money that would pay her off as yeah. well. Like it was like a twofold thing of looking at what my budget had to offer, where I could cut expenses, where we could move things and shift things around and where I knew I could make money back. And like, yeah, it, it took a lot of discipline and a lot of patience but also a lot of trust in myself to actually do it because I couldn't afford to fail like that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, I, I feel that like that. I put myself in a very similar situation where I was like, I literally only have 90 days to start making money or I'm not going to be able to have a house or have anywhere to go. Like, and I know that's not for everybody necessarily, but I do think it's in those moments where we're like, it's all or nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And often those are the times where you can like see rapid growth when you yeah. go all in. You're not 
your business is no longer plan B or C. It's literally plan A and there is no plan B. Yeah, absolutely. Like it, yeah, I, I, I had no choice. It, there could not, we could not continue to live in the way that we were. So being able to trust myself and say, okay, like this is going to happen. And, you know, like I have my, my job that was helping me pay my bills and my ex was watching the kids whenever I was doing things like late at night or whatever. Yeah. Still going back between daycare and parents and all of that and still figuring it out. But like it, it was definitely like a mixture of like looking at finances, looking at resources, looking what I currently had. And then like thinking about, okay, like how can I create being myself a team of one in that capacity in business? Like how can I create in a way that can still shine and look like I have a team of 10, a team of yeah. seven, whatever it was. Like, it, well, you're it like, was insane. You're like the ultimate creator though, right? Like it's not only the name of your company and that like you work with creative entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. but it's like what you're telling us now is that it's actually the foundation of any of this being able, being possible. It's yeah. like you got creative with your own resources and stuck to the plan. And ultimately, like you launched your first coaching package and what got seven? Seven. Yeah, it was wild. So my, my first coaching package had was split into like two offers. It was either three months and that was like 2,500 or six months for, for six grand. It was a grand for yeah. each, right? Um, and I was just doing that because I had no idea what I was doing yet. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I had no idea what I was doing and I knew and I knew at that point when I launched um my offer because of the amount of research I did I knew what the average amount per hour it was for a coach and I also yeah. knew what my bare minimum for my bills would be right so I, I started there at an hourly rate and I built two packages out of it and I got seven yeses but also the key thing too and this is really important because I want people to realize that, they, that there's so many other ways to do and build out your packages I had those those plans but they were all split into payment plans for 12 months because my coach offered the same opportunity mm. for me and I was like okay cool if, if she can do that for me then I can do that for other people it doesn't have to be all pay in full because right. well, how would I how would I sign clients if no one knows who I am and they're just gonna give me two to six grand no that doesn't make sense but someone can very well justify giving um, like $125 for 12 months to pay whatever yeah. they pay off, especially if it's, if it's worth what they're getting, if they're considering yeah. transformation. Um, and so those seven clients signed up and I had secured income for a year. So I had a $25,000 launch. It was, it was insane. Oh my God, Liv. People are always coming to me asking how to make six figures as a life coach. And I'm like, what? Like it's hard. It's easy. If you just go to class. To get our free class on how to make six figures in your coaching business, all you need to do is text the words six figures to 813-212-8869. Again, text six figures to 813-212-8869 to get our free class on how to make six figures as a life coach today. Now let's get back to the episode. But one of the things, I mean, there's a lot of different viewpoints in the coaching industry, especially around like high ticket offers and even what, what determines a high ticket offer? Like, I don't even know if there's a number or if it's just all subjective, but Mm -hmm. I have always, whenever I had one-on-one clients, I preferred the payment plan because like you said, it secured your income and it gives you that, what I would feel like is a little more spaciousness to not put yourself in this like feast or famine type of cycle as a business owner. 
right? So it it's, has more longevity. It allows you to like t- create or, you know, have space to d- do more in your business or create more different offers or whatever when you've secured that. And it also makes it more accessible to Absolutely. so many people. Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing was accessibility for me. Like that was the driving factor because I knew I was going to be working with primarily black women when I first started. Like that yeah. was my target. It wasn't my target audience, but it's, it was it. I knew that's what I was going to attract because of implicit bias. Like I, my, my no. understanding, my understanding in that, like help lead, like, okay, like I know who I'm going to attract. I know who I currently, I know who currently follows me. Which right. Is like in your community. Yeah. Yeah. I know who I keep around me. I know I'm primarily going to work with black women. Funny enough, my first seven clients were all people of color. They were a black man, a Latino man, um, and, and one, two, three, four black women and um, a Filipino woman. Wow. Like all of them are people of color. Well, and share with us too, like what was your first package? Like who were you selling to? Like what was the offer? I think that'll help a lot of new coaches too. To, to learn. Yeah. So like for folks who were like, I have no idea what my niche is going to be. I, speci- I specifically started my coaching um, from essentially a lens of creative marketing for specifically folks who were like in the performing and visual arts. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I worked with a lot of musicians, a lot of graphic designers, a lot of photographers, a lot of influencers. And I didn't even really start working with other coaches until my first full year as a coach, a lot of writers too. Um, and it was cool because for 12 weeks to six months, like I got to really go through everyone's like we, we they pulled up their Instagram, they pulled out their, um, their email marketing, they pulled out their websites, they pulled out everything. And again, because coaching is really critical and important, everything that I did was from a lens of coaching. So instead of being like, do this, do this, do this, I'm asking questions. Yeah. I'm giving feedback. I'm asking questions about how do they feel? How do they align with what they're working with currently? What do they want? What do they think their uh, potential community members and clients want, right? And all of that was leading that. And again, giving feedback from a point of consulting very minimally because I wanted to make sure that my clients were leading the process, right? Yeah. And it was it was incredible. Like, oh my God. I don't think people, I think people like get so caught up in if I'm not telling people what to do, then are they actually going to figure it out? And the answer is yes, they will. The yeah. only thing that's going to stop someone from figuring it out is themselves, but if yeah. they are actually being challenged and looking internally and working through the steps and being held accountable to their, to what they're going to do and what they say they're going to do, you can coach someone through anything. But that was my first package. And it was so cool because when people wrapped up and they're done, they're applying to school. They put out their first merch. They put out their first project. They put out their first book. Uh, they revamped their social media. They're connected with all these new people. There was one, one of my favorite clients a year later emailed me and she was like, Hey, I want to follow up with you from what we did in our coaching. And she had uh, like been touring with a whole new artist because of that. Mind you, prior to this, she had like an incredible stage, right? Um, oh my and had worked, worked and over, like overcame all of that, was working on a songwriting project, was going to different songwriting collectives. And now she's tours with a major recording artist that's based out of Houston. And I'm like, what? And that was her working through that. I, I just helped, but right. it's it's so it's so relevant. It can be tied to anything, tied to anything. 
Right. Well, and you have, you have really evolved as a coach and as a business owner in the last four years too, but it kind of started with you receiving really great coaching, you getting out of your own way or, you know, having the space to create and the accountability and the follow through and all of that. And then you also created that with your clients, but I want to get to the next part of the story too, because your (laughs) business ended up growing really big, really fast. Yeah. Yeah. Champagne problems, some may say, but I know there's more to the story. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It came with its own share of problems, but like, so there was a multitude of things that contributed to my business growing really, really fast. The first thing was, like I mentioned, I founded everything in payment plans and I like only, I was launching a lot. So my one-on-one, I launched that August and then I launched my first group program that like October and once my first round of one-on-ones were done, I launched my next round of one-on-ones. So essentially what was happening was I was income stacking monthly. Like every other month, there was new clients, there was new people coming in, and all of them were signing up for payment plans. Um, and so I had essentially launched my one-on-one program, my group program, my first course, um, my first workbook. Uh, mind you, my book I had launched, my first book, my published one, I had launched that May. So like May 2019 to December, I had like six offers that I had already launched, like in a span of those seven months, I guess. Yeah. And in the following year, I did that first course. Um, <laughs> and then the Black Lives Matter movement exploded. And since all of my content was founded in... Um, diversity, equity, inclusion, and intersectionality at the root of it, my content that was evergreen and existing on my page, like started picking up because people were sharing it. And it, and even though the content was months old, they were sharing it. And then I started getting booked for like speaking gigs and engagements and speaking in Facebook groups, all of that. And then I put out my workbook, which today has like sold over 3000 copies. And within those first 11 months in business, I had made $165,000. And Crazy. I was burnt. (laughs) It was was absolutely insane. And again, it was because like I was income stacking, I was launching, I was doing a lot of different things and I also had a lot of different talents. So I just like, if if, if I saw a need, I felt it. If someone had questions, I answered them. So I didn't didn't really say no. Would I recommend doing that again? No, I would recommend like really (laughs) building out your first offer so your one-on-one practice as well as you can not just because it helps with um your actual coaching skills because we talk about that a lot but yeah. your actual systems your automation it gives you opportunity to build a team out because like when I was growing exceptionally fast but I had no team I was doing everything by myself right. so I didn't have like I had my time I had my freedom but not really because it was I was spent so much time working right yeah um but it was incredible like securing that much amount of money that quickly and knowing that okay like if I didn't want to launch for the rest of the year I could (gasps) what what that freedom freedom yeah yeah it was it was it was wild um look how fast things change though that's like the crazy part of it but you were so I think the thing that it's like never in my opinion like a fluke Or like, oh, she could do it, but I couldn't. Like, she just got lucky. It's like, you were so intentional. 
yeah. in everything that you did. I know things kind of got crazy when you you had so many clients and grew really fast and you had, you know, wish you had set up a little bit of stronger foundation. And I know you'll go into that a little bit more, but you had this vision. I'm tell me if I'm right. <laughs> and you no, actually right. <laughs> kept moving forward with it. Like you weren't getting in your own way. And I think that's such a testament to what it really takes because it's not like you have to have some crazy different idea or something perfect. And I know it did literally take us about 15 minutes to press start on this recording because of your slight (laughs) relationship to perfectionism, but you don't have to be perfect. You have to be consistent. Yeah. Precisely. And you always yeah. showed up. Yeah. And even like even in the season that I'm in right now, I still show up. I can think like the, the way that I define showing up is just different now. Because back then, mm-hmm. and I feel like this is pretty relevant to you, back then it wasn't just me, but there was a lot of us that were just online a lot because yeah. of the pandemic. Like right. we were that's all we did. We were online. So like you had no choice but to show up. You had no choice but to to be on live. You had no choice but to do all those things or be in Clubhouse and whatnot. And that yeah. helped me. It helped me a lot. But like now with being in a space where like the world is back open, I think about the importance of prioritizing what's imp- like important to you, like really important, your values and uh, your time. Mm-hmm. Like your values and your time will always, those are always going to be like forefront to you um, because your time creates money. Your time creates resources. Your time creates anything you want. Right. And we had a lot of time back then. We don't have as much time now. So it's like, okay, well, how can we create it for ourselves? Right. Well, and you also don't have as much time because in the course of the last couple of years, you have also become a single mom to two Mm -hmm. toddlers or growing children. And I've also been there. So I know what that's like to try to fit, you know, all of life into sometimes very small corners of time. Yeah. No, it's, it's definitely a different, a whole different dynamic now being a single mom and like figuring out where I'm going to find time to create, where I'm going to find to do different things. And so then that also comes to the fact of like, well, what do I actually really want to do? Like, yeah. If I'm leading with what I want to do, like the root of it's going to be creating at all times, right? Like that's always going to be the root of what I do, right? So if, if creating brings me joy, what can I do to create the thing that is going to leave the most impact and how can I show up for that over anything yeah. else and making sure yeah. I actually show up to myself? Yeah. Right. And that goes back to what you were saying. It's like the values thing. And I think, you know, one of the things that I have definitely learned in the last couple of years is like, everything matters. Like everything is important. Our time is so precious and what we do with it impacts our entire life. And I sometimes think of 2020, 2021 as like kind of like a chicken with my head cut off. Like you're, you know, you're doing, yes, we were home, but it was like, there was so much input still, maybe more Mm -hmm. so even. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of people were struggling. There's a lot of things going on in the world. Obviously the pandemic, illness, kids home from school. And it's like, I think I spent most of 2022 just trying to recover, which I assume that many people did. And then it's like, well, now we 
we kind of get to recalibrate or renegotiate what we're doing with our lives. Are we going back to work? Mm-hmm. Are we keeping our children home? And what I think my point in, in all of this is the biggest thing that has come out of it, I know for many, has just been actually determining what your values are and choosing yeah. how you're going to catch your lifestyle up to what they are. Because there's no, yeah. we've seen both sides of everything at this point. So now it's like, what are you going to do with all the information? And I know your life looks a hell of a lot different now than it did then. And so does mine. Absolutely. Do you think your purpose in life is to create invoices or remind your clients that they have more appointments to schedule? Not at all. You're a coach because you love creating transformation for your clients. And that's why you need to check out Paperbell. Paperbell powers your online coaching business, payments, appointments, contract signing, client management, and more. It's so simple to use and will give you so much relief and ease in your coaching practice. You just send your clients one link, one link, and Paperbell does all of the admin and onboarding. Your client pays you, they sign the contract, they self-schedule their appointments, and you can even add an intake survey or deliver a welcome packet. Paperbell does it all. It's like having a VA that's there 24-7. And it's so quick and intuitive to set up, even if you're not tech savvy. Paperbell is a one-stop shop that does all of the boring admin stuff so you don't have to. Get started with a free account at paperbell.com slash podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's, it's wild to think that just now, three years ago, like we were stuck inside like truly stuck inside like we lost two whole years and 2022 was absolutely like a year to recover right and it's okay it's okay if you didn't get a chance to do what you thought you were going to do in that year because I that year was literally a reset like even astronomically like what we were going through just with like Saturn just finally left Pisces y'all like it's I have been following this stuff like crazy. So yes, yes. Like, like going from a place where you're like, you're literally sitting in Aquarius and then you go into Pisces and you're going from like chaos into regulating your emotions astronomically. And you were sitting in a pandemic during that time period indoors. You can't be around people. All you have is your thoughts. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's really rough and it's okay. Like it it wasn't just myself that took a pause and was like, okay, like I'm going through a divorce. I'm going, I'm trying to transition into being a single mom. Like I'm eventually going to start dating again. I'm moving, I'm doing things. I'm in new spaces. Right. That was everyone. Like it, it seemed like collectively everyone was like trying to figure out, okay, well, what's the new normal and how do we, how do we, like you said, negotiate what we want out of our lives? And it's it's hard. It takes time, but you can give yourself grace to that too. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think it requires grace, to be honest with you. Yeah. And absolutely. and really just a higher level of awareness and consciousness around like what type of not just physically, like where do you want to live or who do you want to be there, but like energetically, what are you what do you have the capacity or the desire to take on or in anymore? Because just because we're allowed to be back in the physical world freely, I've actually seen a lot of people that are choosing it to to do that quite less or, Mm -hmm. you know, that are preferring to step more away from technology or more away from social media. And, you know, I just think it's interesting if we kind of look at 
And it's like with anything in life, you, you see what your values are, you get really in tune and in touch with them. And then you say, what do I need to actually change about my habits or my lifestyle to better align? Because I think that's how we reach that ultimate sense of peace. It's not going to be the money. It's not yeah. going to be the title. It's, it, it's not going to be the car you drive. It's going to be something else. Like you can keep chasing, yeah. but if it's not aligned on the inside, it's going to feel like and you're you a hamster. Right. You're just, yeah, Spinning. just like going and going and going and going. Yeah. And I mean, and that's why I think it's really, again, it's really important to like take the time, especially if you're a new coach and you're, or you're wanting to go into coaching and you're thinking about this, like take the time to think about what you now is sitting with and what the you who you want to become would be doing. Mm. Like truly take time to think about that. Um, and I think there's actually an episode, a few few episodes back where both Liv and Katie talk about this. Look at me. I'm literally, I've listened to this episode so many times. I'm like, I love you. I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Amazing. Well, no, yeah. So it's, it's, it's the manifestation episode. Oh, the manifesting um, one. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and there's a whole piece where it talk, there's a whole piece in the episode that talks about like, what do you, where you want to be? What, what would that person be doing right now? And so for me, like I, when I was first starting this journey, I was, I would think about like, okay, like what would me who is like, okay, we're getting through divorce. We're going through, um, rebuilding the business. We're developing, redeveloping ourselves. Right. What would I be doing? Um, I would have a more consistent spiritual practice. And so I started putting more of a spiritual practice in like in a priority for me in the mornings when I can. Right. I would be reading more. So I read a lot more. Um, I read at least 30 minutes a day. I would be writing more. I write every single day, whether it's writing show notes or writing poetry or writing um, lyrics or whatever it may be, because I'm, I'm multifaceted. I can't just write one thing. I would lose my mind. Right. <laughs> so I write, I would be writing every day. Um, I think about like at the, at the peak of when business was for me, when I first started in that like really high year, um, I was making money every single day like I was it was the it was the wildest thing and I'm like okay cool I still want that but I want it to be less active I want to be active Mm -hmm. in ways that fill me up but I want things to be passive so I have to rebuild my passive income library does that mean that I'm investing more into stocks does that mean that I'm selling more um, digital products does that mean that I'm getting more into user-generated content things that I can make once and then it's just monetized monetized right yeah um that way I can free up my time more. And so I'm, I've been building that out and it's taken a while because I've been thinking about, do I want to lead with affiliate marketing more? And if I, as I've been going back into podcasting and looking to, into like ads and things like that, I'm like, okay, cool. Like if it's a podcast, then who would I be partnering with? Who do I already have as partners so that I can literally just throw an affiliate link in? Like that's super yeah. easy, right? It doesn't have to be difficult and you can make it as easy as you want it to be. And it also doesn't have to look a certain way. Um, my All of my products that I made because I don't want it to go to waste, like that was in that previous portion of business. Like all of those are going to be are now uh, donate what you can. So my program 
it has a suggested donation price and it has suggested donation prices that are either monthly um, or in full. But if people can't give it, then they can literally donate what you can. And if you yeah. think that's wild, if you're a Kajabi user, Kajabi has this option. Like they, they bought into like to it. Like pay so what you, you can? can? Yes. Interesting. So there's, there's an option in Kajabi that you can select in, in your um, payment settings that allow yeah. you to that allow that person to pay what they can for things. Wow. It's an option. Finally. To do t- Finally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like. You've been rigging that system for a few trying, years trying to figure it out. <laughs> trying to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. And the only way you could do it initially was to like PayPal donate. So like the fact that now yeah. there's an option within your own course creating backend operations to now offer that as a way to connect with your community, you can offer it. All of those things for me are pay what you can. Right. And so now anything that I do new, I can either offer it that way or I can do something else. But it's because I have a lot of different income streams that allow me to do more of what I want. Do I wish I had more time? Absolutely. Because I work in collaboration with a, a massive company now because of my coaching certification that allows me to teach and coach and train freely. And I'm very lucky to be in that position. But do I also wish I was part-time in that position so I could do more things? Yes. And am I making that happen? Also, yes. Because yeah. your girl's tired. Yeah. <laughs> your, girl, your girl's tired. She has transitioned well, at, very well into single motherhood and is ready to <laughs> create again. 2023, we all need a nap. Uh, yes. But I think that's, I think that it's so fun at first when you start your business and you, like, I still love it. I, but we've mm-hmm. said IGC up also very seasonally. So I, and I know you know this, but there are seasons mm-hmm. where we are pushing and we are launching and we are like working crazy hours. I always say that like, I never have to work, but I could always be working, which yeah. is <laughs> And and then we have these moments where there's more spaciousness in the schedule. We're not launching. There's things are like more calm. And I think you can create any of that. And I actually have really, it was kind of an accident that we created the business this way. It wasn't necessarily like, oh, we want to be able to take a couple months like off. Because do you know what I mean? It was just like, this is how it works. But overall, I guess my point is like, when you're, you had mentioned at the beginning, like, feel free to go as fast as you want, but set that foundation, like get really clear on your systems and your processes and really what, how much you want to be spending in your business. Because the nice thing about coaching is it's a transferable skill. It can Mm -hmm. be packaged as a course, as a book, as a workshop, as a live group coaching program, as one-on-one, you can, you know, be contracted by major companies or organizations for teaching and training and all of those things are possible. And there may be different times in your life where your business needs to take different form to support you. Absolutely. And I, I don't know that there's an exact answer. I think it takes every single listener to say like exactly what you said. If, if I was this woman I'm becoming today, what would I actually be doing differently? Yeah, absolutely. Like that, that foundation piece is so important. Like if I were to go back and talk to V from 2019 when she started, right? Mm-hmm. I would go, okay, let's take six months to a year to really like formalize your 
one-on-one practice. Stick on that, launch every quarter, so every three months, and open up the you know rounds for new one-on-one clients to build that up. Because I did that, but I just yeah. did it in conjunction with launching other products simultaneously, which I didn't. In theory, I did not have to do that. I could have taken my time more, right? Simultaneously, I would have gotten really solid on my framework, the way that I coached, written all of that down. And after that first year, I would have released a book because I guarantee mm-hmm. you there's going to be somebody who did not get a chance to work with you or coach with you because they couldn't afford it. But you know what they can't afford? A $15 book. And it has your framework in it. And so now they've been watching you for a year. They have your book in your hand and you have a warm lead because the back of your book, you have all of your links and all of your resources and your Instagram page and your website back there with the QR code. You know what I mean? Well, (laughs) it's a great resource for people to like get started. You know, I think that often pay what you can or lower cost investments are the thing that people need. Like I was just talking to Katie about this. She's like, oh my God, I met this woman who's like obsessed with Tony Robbins. And I'm like, I don't like him. But the fact that he is such an easy access point for a lot of people to tap into personal development, I can respect that. But you and whoever's listening can also be that access point. It doesn't have to be a $10,000 coaching package for everybody. No. And when you're talking about the pay what you can, I'm like, gosh, how many people they're going to actually sit down, they're going to go through your courses or go through your resources and their life is going to start changing like this. And then they're going to be on your wait list to work with you at a higher level because you've built that trust. That's why I'm listening to you talk. And I'm like, first of all, I love your brain. Second of all, (laughs) who says that? (laughs) Second of all, you have built such a strong community and you've built so much trust with people. Like everyone who's ever graduated from IGC in the last four years knows you, has access to your workbook. Your uh, DEI education has been infused in a hundred percent of our curriculum. And I know we're going to even do more and more and make that better and all of that. But you have built this brand that just exudes trust and connection. And so even if you're not actively selling, you know, one-on-one coaching or whatever, you have kept in touch with your community and you've been able to, you know, keep that connection, which I think ultimately it's like your business is still going, even if you've shifted offers is my point. And knowing that if you keep that, you can still come back and say, now we're doing this. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, and honestly, that's the coolest, the fact that you even said that just made me think, I was like, yeah, wow, crap. Like, because like I, I paused my one-on-one, um, we're in 2023 now, right? Yeah. <laughs> I have to think about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I paused my one-on-one February of 2022, a year ago. And I paused it because I was like, my brain can't function in this capacity right now because divorce. Mm-hmm. But simultaneously, while I was paused, I'm still posting, I'm still showing up, I'm still talking to people. My poetry book that is now four years old was still bringing in royalty checks. I'm still getting dings in my email because people have bought my book or they got my book from a link through IGC. I'm still coaching with IGC. I also picked up two support coach uh, opportunities through friends that I made on this process, right? Um, I'm still getting booked for the university trainings. I'm still getting booked for those things. So like... Yeah, I may have had a slow year in business, like, but I still had an almost six figure year without one-on-one coaching in combination with what I was doing work-wise for my job. 
Like that's 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 in, that's insane. That's insane to me. Like it, it. Are you having? Are you realizing this now? Yeah, because I did yeah. some. Ta- I'm doing my taxes, so I'm looking at this and I'm like, I don't, I don't know where the. Well, I know where the money is going. It's going to childcare, but like it's. <laughs> but it's it's still it's still wild because it's like, yo, like that's because I learned a skill and I took the time to to really hone in on the skill in addition to build community in addition to network and make connections that really like people trust me like yeah I'm able to I'm still still able to do this thing and I'm not even full-time in my business right now like imagine not being full-time in your business and then also I can say that I wasn't even considered full-time in business when I was in it I was doing like 20 hours a week once things got really consistent so let's be for real (laughs) let's let's be let's be oh my god I love that but what is full time anyway i'm like if i'm thinking about work does it count (laughs) yeah exactly like it's it's different when you're a business owner right but like it it's nice to think about like i stepped away from this and it's still it's still paying dividends yeah you know like that's that's the wild part it's ridiculous well and it's like you i know you're kind of coming out of this space of you know, or one phase of business and life and like thinking about and starting to put the pieces together for the next. And it's like, the nice thing is about having coaching skills and facilitation skills. And of course, all of your creative skills, it's like, there's just no, like, they don't go away. Right. It's like, you can bring it back. And I, I was talking to someone the other day about who enrolled in coach training. And she was like, what if I want to, She's already getting hired, growing her business. Literally, class started last week. Okay, and she's like, "What?" She sounds like me. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, "What if I want to like take a break?" I'm like, "That you can take a break." Like you, you know what I mean? There's so many ways, like to like you mentioned, have a course, have a book, have a framework that people can follow, record some Mm -hmm. workshops. Like, there's so Mm -hmm. many things that you can do to diversify your income. And to grow your, you know, platform and community and business without being on 24-7. Absolutely. And without having to wait 10 years to get a return on investment either. Because I love other investments, stocks, real estate. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at a couple others, but I'm not educated enough on them to talk about like franchises, things like that. And I'm like, wow, a lot of these numbers, I was talking to a guy the other day. He just invested 175000 into a franchise. And I said, well... Like, when do you start making a return? He's like, three to five years. And I'm like, oh, that's, I know that's not a, too long, but to me, I'm like, no, I need at least one of my income streams to get a return, like, fast. As quickly as possible. Yeah. yeah. Coaching is like, that, that income stream. I think, I, I honestly agree with that so much. Just because, like, I, even when, so when I signed up for coach training, because everything that I was doing, I had started before I signed up for coach training and I signed up for coach training because Katie was on Taylor's podcast. Oh, yeah, that's right. um, and I had already had those seven clients before I started coach training. So when I started coach training and I was talking about training, it just helped people want to work with me even more. Like we, their accountability and training by itself, they have you go into Facebook groups, they have you go into communities. They, you know, you also have the circle, you have all these things, right? people in your community are holding you accountable while you're in there. And so I'd already had clients while inside of training. And then I got out of training and I'm more confident in what I do. And I have the credentials now at this point to say like, not only am I certified, but I'm a damn good coach. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, and I have the testimonials to prove it. 
Um, and it, it's just that confidence piece helps so much. Mm-hmm. And I think like there's so much room to take a break. Like I mentioned, like if you have a payment plan, I, I could have stopped after I graduated from coaching for literally the rest of the year and been okay. If I really wanted to, because I had already had my income to pay all of her bills, like in the house secured. Like if I really wanted to just like stop, I could have, but I didn't. And I think there's room for any of that. If you really need it, like you can take a pause, take a break, shift business the way that feels good to you. Yeah. And you got to be able to take a break to figure that out sometimes too. I was Mm -hmm. in my own like mastermind this morning and like, what are your two-week goals? And I was like, to take a day off and, like, recalibrate, right? you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, I think you have to actually take that space to think about what's next consciously because it's, like, also one of those energetic things. Like, if you don't feel – if you have gotten off track or out of alignment, it's also going to show up in how you yeah. run your business and the people that you attract. And so it's always worth – um you know, regulating your nervous system, taking a time out for yourself, rechecking in, because I, I think there's you, the human, and then there's the business. And it's like, not only do you have to check in with yourself, but you also have to look and say, like, what does the business need? Can mm-hmm. I be that for the business that I have created? Do I need to outsource more support? Do I need to close the business for a minute and, and get us back you know, have a team retreat, even if it's just you, you know what I'm saying? Like we have to, we have to be conscious and willing to have those hard conversations. Cause the thing is, is like, we didn't, a lot of people who come to business are leaving jobs that they don't like, right. Or whatever situations they don't like. They're burnt out. They're tired. They're overworked. They feel like they've lost themselves. And the last thing you want to do in business is find yourself in that exact same position. Oh, it's and not I'm, fun. I was there. Not right. <laughs> and if we are if we are wired like that to a degree, it's just like the chances of that happening are kind of high. Like wherever you go, mm-hmm. there you are. But business does give you the option to change because there is you can create more space for yourself. Yeah. And more resources for yourself financially. Yeah, absolutely. Man, like it you out here preaching. <laughs> Some days I wake up and my brain works, but okay. So this has been great. Thank you for always sharing your, this is, I mean, this is why everyone loves you. Cause you like tell the truth, truth, like that, you know, there's no sugarcoating it. It's like, I've been here. I've been there. Here's what works. Here's what doesn't. But I guess I, I, I would love it if you gave like, what is your one piece of advice for someone just getting into their business or just starting coaching? What would you tell them? Find someone who's done it. They don't, ha- and they also don't have to be like the person that's <laughs> that's um, has a hundred thousand followers and all the all the glitz and the glam. And the glitz and the glam is fake. The glitz and the glam is <laughs> fake. First of all, it's fake. Yeah. It's fake. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. It's fake. <laughs> yeah. Like but find it's, it's all fake. Find someone who has who has done it for one, um, and 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 find someone who's done it in a way that feels good to you. Like if if some methods don't feel good to you, that's okay because you can do business in so many different ways, right? Yeah. Find someone who's done it and then take your time. Take your time. Don't get in an analysis paralysis. Like hold yourself accountable. Set deadlines. Set up your systems. Practice. 
believe in yourself, but take your time. Like Mm -hmm. that first year is so crucial. And I'm really proud of myself for like what I did in my first year of business, because I don't, it's not normal. Please don't think that my situation's normal. It's not. I'm insane. I'm crazy. (laughs) ADHD, mother of two, was on the brink of homelessness. My situation is not normal. (laughs) Scream highs and lows. (laughs) Yeah, like like when my eyes are highs, literally, but when they're low, it's bad. You don't want to be like me. However, you do want to take your time and you can learn from me. Liv said it. I'm going to tell you the truth. The truth, yeah. the truth in it all is that it's 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 hard out here and it's not easy. And being a business owner, the people talk say that you know you can just go in and make ten k months. That's not what you want. You want freedom. So mm-hmm. like go in and look at like go in and look at your expenses. Look at like what it would actually take to make your business profitable, get a return on investment, and what you've invested. Look at the systems that would actually help you out, and take your time. If you're doing Zoom and Google Drive, and that's what you're doing for six months, so you're doing Google, Zoom and Google Drive. Yeah. If that's those are your systems, those are your systems. If you're upgrading to a Teachable or a Kajabi, um, after that, then that's amazing. Because you, but but do your research. Like it's yeah. it's gonna take some time, but you can't do all of that by yourself. Right. You can't. That was a lot of one piece of advice. I'm so yeah, sorry. I mean, like, I hope everyone needs to pause and go back a minute or two and take notes on all of that. I'm so sorry. No, it was great. I mean, ultimately what you're saying is like, take your time and be aware of what you're doing. And I even think like the whole thing around like 10K months, like one of the things that I love so much about you and what you've created is, is more of like this expansive business model. And now you're talking about, okay, now I want to make more money, like more passive income. And I think that that's another thing to consider. It's like, are you reinvesting some of your business income into, you know, other investment streams, passive income? The beauty here is that like, yes, there is no income ceiling on coaching. You can make Mm -hmm. as much money as you want to. But at the end of the day, if you're out of alignment with how you're making the money or how you're spending your time, it's not going to work anyway. So if you're more conscious in the process and you're more aware during the foundational setup stages, during those first few months in coach training or in your business, like it's okay to not hit 10 K a month on your second month. If you're, you know, building something long lasting and sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, it, it took, eight months for me to get there and I was rushing yeah if I would have taken like the time to just like stack I would have hit it at that 12 month mark like maybe even like 18 whatever but like it's it's it takes time and the more secure you are with your foundation the easier it gets yeah I love it so are you where do we find you and stalk you on the internet (laughs) and i'm sure everybody wants to go check out all the pay what you can courses like what a gift to the world yeah you can find me at um at dvp right on instagram and then my website is vpright.com um you can search my name up and my my first book is on amazon um yeah and that's that's there it's seven bucks i would say like if you just want to just read my 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 poetry then please like 
go grab that. I believe yeah. it's like 99 cents on an ebook. I would not recommend the ebook though, because it's too short to be an ebook. <laughs> oh, I, I can never. I always try to be like a Kindle girl, but I need to hold it in my hand. Yeah, and I wrote I wrote my book with the intention of like this, you're gonna give this to somebody. So like mm-hmm. I would just recommend just just go grabbing it. It's it's just nice to hold. Um but you can find me on Instagram and my website. Um, I'm also on TikTok, but I'm just goofy on TikTok. So same handle. All of my socials are the same handle. Um, uh-huh. And then, of course, I'm inside of IGC. So if you're hearing this episode and you really resonated with what I had to say, then just come find me in the circle. Shoot me a message. I'm yeah. going to respond to you pretty quickly. So. Well, thank you so much for being here and sharing all of your wisdom with everyone. I know this episode is going to reach a lot of people who need to hear it and who might feel the pressure to race forward or who may be taking a step back and not sure what to do next. And I just want to thank you for being so open with all of the valuable insight and information. Um, I know it's been a wild roller coaster ride the past couple of years, but but it's been we'll fun. Keep going. We're going to keep having I've fun. Learned. I've learned so much. Now Would I not recommend divorce, though. <laughs> so do you not recommend marriage either? <laughs> Just oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I love you. I'll talk to you later. Read the show notes and get all the links, everybody. Thank you for being here. Bye. Bye. Let's face it. The world needs you and your clients are waiting. This is the year you make it happen and become a six-figure certified coach doing exactly what you were called to do. If you loved this episode, give us a five-star review and share it with someone else who's ready to make moves and answer their calling. We can't wait to see you next week and help you make your first or your next six figures as a certified coach.